0: In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens, a podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe.
1: Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm
0: Adam Cravens.
1: And I have watched for you a Will Ferrell movie. And it is new on Netflix.
0: All right, that was my next question. Is it classic? It's
1: called Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga.
0: Well, that's that's pretty succinct. Like, that's that's not a mouthful at all. Have
1: that, you seen any of the trailers?
0: I I have not. Um, I don't. Okay. I, as as you, the situation you probably fall into a lot of the times. The kids, um, even when I don't want them to, dominate the television. So I've seen a lot more like. Roblox, that is an interesting poster at the very least. Okay, so... It, It actually looks more like a Saturday Night Live parody of an actual movie than an actual movie, if that makes sense.
1: It nails it when it comes to parody, let me just say. So you have, and I had to look it up, I think there's a seven or nine year difference, but you have... Pierce Brosnan with beardage.
0: Man, like, we can pa- we can pause for a moment, like, to comment about this. I mean, as much as everybody always wants to comment about how Sean Connery, like, aged well into this, you know, elder statesman, I- I'm going to go ahead and put it out there, and Daniel Craig obviously can't be part of this yet because he hasn't, like, aged to that. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Pierce Brosnan, of all the bonds, aged the best. I mean am, am I am I wrong? No. I'm just like I like it just the, He's the just silver, so handsome. The silver mane, like I just like I'm just like Remington Steele, you CAD. You CAD.
1: He's so handsome. And Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell. Uh eh, Demi Lovato. You know, a few people you might know. You remember uh Dan Stevens? Oh, not Dan Tana. Dan Stevens. Okay, um, he he played um, the no, Beast in Beauty and the Beast. No, next
0: question. Yes, was this supposed to go into theaters or was this always a?
1: I believe this was always a made for. Okay, okay. I cannot. Um, well, who knows? I without looking it up, I'm going to say that this was made for.
0: I, I don't remember ever seeing any theatrical previews for it, which is and, and like Will Ferrell's usually one that sticks like in my head mm-hmm. but i don't remember this ever being but before i state that like emphatically i wanted to i wanted to sit there and go i don't know i don't actually know but it, it I, I think you're right
1: so here's the story you're you're familiar with the show american idol
0: i am I and know I mean.
1: there are many other versions of american idol you know there's australia idol european idol or maybe i don't know there's there are other there are other singing competition shows So So, there man are there. (laughs) Yes. So many others. So the story is you have Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell are friends in a small village in Iceland. They're idiots, but they're our idiots, as one of the guys said. And they've been friends since they were like five years old. And they discover Abba. And they want to be a duo. Fire Saga. And they want to win the Eurovision Song Contest.
0: I wonder if Will Ferrell knew that going into his 50s, like, say, as a child, when he's like, they're like, what do you want to be? Like, do, do you think he said, I want to be an idiot? I want to play an idiot mm. for the rest. Because, like, that's what he. Like, yeah. I, I'll do respect to Buddy the Elf. Like, Buddy's not the sharpest knife Mm-mm. in the drawer. Any of his more popular. Uh, Ron Burgundy. Definitely not the most intelligent man to ever cast the news.
1: I don't know. Megamind's pretty smart. All
0: right. Well, occasionally you can step out uh, of your comfort zone, but I'm just saying. By and large, like most of his character, like uh, the the cheerleaders Mm -hmm. on Saturday Night Live, most of his characters don't have three digit IQs. Am I? Am I right? You're right. Okay.
1: Now, the weird thing about this movie is. Unless he's in a crowd scene, John C. Riley is nowhere to be found, and you think he'd be there.
0: I I love the two of them together. Uh, Step Brothers is one of my favorite like comedies like that's ever been made. I appreciate Talladega Nights mm-hmm. and less so Holmes and Watson, but the two of them. Oh, sorry,
1: <laughs> it's so horrible. Okay,
0: that's that's I I tried to. <laughs> Oh, much why? much less so. But <laughs> Step Brothers, so oh my goodness. Like, the, the scene where they decide that they've become best friends, and they start, like, cutting up watermelons with samurai swords in their parents' house, despite the fact that they're 40 and they're still living with... Like, th- that movie is just gangbusters. I can watch Step Brothers on a loop and never get tired of it. Wow.
1: But luckily for you, you love Ghostbusters. So, um... This movie does some things brilliantly. It is such a an homage to a specific type of entertainment, and a specific type of music nails it. And I can't even be that specific about it. But nails it when it, it when, knew
0: what it was yes it was be, being it knew what it was a parody of
1: very much so and it's i was halfway through it and that's when i finally said oh, i just have to see because you clearly there's no there's no de-aging of will ferrell and will ferrell is in his mid-50s
0: i think so yeah
1: and pierce brosman is like 62 but he's the dad you know, they're not trying to make him look younger. He just looks like an idiot next to Pierce Brosnan, which in and of itself is the joke.
0: I mean, honestly, like, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford were, what, 12 years mm-hmm. difference whenever they were in Last Crusade together? I think as long as we buy it, or or more so if we just like the characters, like, I, I could genuinely care less that the two of them are barely over a decade apart. Because I love that movie. I love the chemistry the characters have. And I'm just sitting there going, you know what? That's, that's fine. Whatever. I I buy into it. It's a movie about a guy finding like Lost Ark, Shakara Stones, like uh-huh. the Holy... Whatever. I can accept that right there. And again, with what you're talking about there, if Will Ferrell's playing an idiot, like it's, if it's a, you know, a biopic, if this is based on a true story, maybe you don't get to bend the rules like uh-huh. that. But if you're an idiot parodying like song shows, like I'm I'm going to be a lot less particular about that.
1: So here's the thing. The songs aren't that bad because they're all original songs. And the songs themselves are parodies. And some of them are comic parodies and some of them aren't. You can just go through this and watch the song parts and be entertained. This movie was about 57
0: minutes too long. Yeah. Comedies.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I've never seen a comedy that I really thought could warrant past the most of your comedies like your sweet spots going to be about an hour and a half like if you go beyond uh, two hours like you better have a comic God
1: this I think could have been a great 43 minute film
0: I think you can describe a lot of Will Ferrell Mm -hmm. movies that way
1: it is not a great two hour and two minute film and at one point, I just said, fast forward, and I'm tired of the story. Because here's the story. Spoilers. So he and uh, Rachel McAdams, the running gag with them is, she's not my sister, at least I don't think she is. Ha 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 And they just... <laughs> and that's there are gags like that through the whole thing, but she's not my sister, I don't think she is. Anyway, so they... Much like any sort of reality show, they end up making the 12th band to, com- to com- commit themselves to this contest just because a 12th band was needed in order to participate and they were truly chosen at random. Then they happen to make the finals because everyone else just happened to get blown up blown up real good well that's that's dark yes so you do have an amusing scene of one of them going oh all those poor people is like, that means we made the finals but look at those people then you see like a hand i think the funniest character is the ghost of the singer who would have won the eurovision contest because she's really not that helpful and i find her entertaining And that's probably Demi Lovato's character.
0: I I love that there's a ghost. Yeah, there's There's a a ghost. I mean, obviously, like I'm a I'm a huge fan of Ghostbusters and time travel and ghosts. I'm usually in.
1: And elves.
0: That well, I didn't see that coming.
1: Exactly, there are elves. Your children would be amused by this. Um, It is amusing. I just found it kind of hard to get through because it was just too long, but. I will say it is one of the more entertaining as a whole Will Ferrell movies that I've seen because my favorite of his is Megamind and I think nothing else. So, uh.
0: Now, you did mention parody songs. Like, he is also uh, connected to another franchise that songs that were definitely making fun of other songs that were catchier than some of the songs that, uh, both of of the Lego movies, like the Gonna Get Stuck Inside Your Head. oh. Oh, my goodness. That that song could not have been more appropriately mm-hmm. titled. I forgot he was in this. I I literally walked out of the theater humming that like or the like
1: Everything is awesome? Yeah. He did everything is awesome?
0: Why don't he oh. didn't do I'm just saying like oh. he is connected to both of those. Okay, well yeah, the, those the songs films.
1: here are are really really spectacularly done. And for that alone, it's worth your time. The ratings and the response of this is that it's you know the like, best movie ever. People are going like way into the red, and I think it's because it is in no way serious. <laughs> it isn't. And Nothing's going to bring you down. Okay, people get blown up, but it's a funny kind of blown up. It's it's know.
0: not it's not a you know a a World War Two like right. drama like it, it's not you know like this person had a, you know a disease that was incurable. No. It's different than it's the, the fact that I guess it's treated. It it sounds like it's kind of a ridiculous plot point. It is, and that's what they're kind of they're they're leaning into the fact that this is stupid. This is silly. Like this is not a a dramatic beat. Mm-hmm. Please don't take it that way.
1: But of course, there has to be some drama to move it forward. And, eh, eh, whatever. Uh, It is kind of funny that the the Russian singer, um, she asks if he's gay, and he says, you know, there's no such thing as a gay man in Russia. (laughs) You'd have to know a little bit about Russia to find that. See, that's a joke, because Russia, anyway. So that was amusing. Um, But I just can't say enough. Go on YouTube. I'm sure the songs alone are posted, and they're highly entertaining. They're so over the top and that part is really really
0: well done. Which is I mean honestly that's kind of his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Is over the top. Like in, in as much as like Jim Carrey really never got appreciated for his quieter roles. Like when those two guys like turn it up to 20 that that's when people show up like in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I as much as like I enjoyed say Truman Show or even the Majestic I don't think Jim Carrey ever had a like out and out drama that ever performed like one of his comedies. Mm -hmm.
1: So I I'm going to have to recommend Eurovision Song Contest. The Story of Fire Saga. It has a 58 percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: That that may tie. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood is the longest title for a movie ever.
1: Wait a minute. I'm sorry. The Eurovision Song Contest is a real thing.
0: That's even better.
1: It's been held every year since 1956. I did not know that.
0: Did not know that. Wow. Weird, wild, and wacky.
1: Okay. So, uh, that that does make it more entertaining. Now, th- their characters, I'm assuming, are not based on it, but there really is a year. I wondered, well, it sounded familiar, but still. I'm not hooked in Things, that much you to, know to what?
0: Europe Entertainment. Things go on in my house that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll just be like, oh, Dad, this. And I'll be like, "I what is that app? What are you even doing? Like,. Have you ever had it where, like, your kids will start just, like, moving their arms and legs, like, randomly, like they're listening to music? And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, it's a TikTok. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I'm just like, what are you? There's no music. And they're just like, no, this is the TikTok that goes with this. And I'm yeah. like, you're what are, you're speaking gibberish <laughs> to me. Makes sense. I'm telling sense. you. I'm telling you. Um,
1: let me just say, and I'll tell you this after the show, that Shark Week doesn't mean what you think it means.
0: I I saw you post that, but because I am not in the know and I do not have my pulse on the the beating heart of pop culture, like what's well, not
1: pop culture? It's, or whatever it's what it the is. kids these days say. I, I, the girl kids.
0: I don't. I don't even know if I want to know. Do I want to know?
1: I've given you enough clues. I don't. I
0: don't. No. I. I. You know. I'm not one of those people that whenever they go, oh my goodness. That smells. Come here, smell it. I, I'm not the one that walks over and just been like, "Yes, let me get a whiff of it." Like if you're like, "This is polite. This is this is soothing. Like you will enjoy." It. Sure. Yeah. What you made biscuits or bread? Ah. I'm not one of those that needs to have uh, the smell, like mm. the the nasty smell.
1: I actually said that to someone. I texted them at a place of business, and I said, "Come over here. I want you to smell something." <laughs> and she was right there. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's
0: going to be gross, isn't it? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I, I walk the other way or I I just I close my nostrils and I'm just like, Nope, let's uh let's not do this. I'm not I've smelt enough stinky stuff, uh in my wife. And I'm so, done. So uh, I'm not gonna do this.
1: Uh you're listening to Binger Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry, Jane Allen and Adam Cravens talking about what is worth streaming on TV. And we're gonna take one quick look over at something on Amazon Prime Video, which you may have heard of a guy called Ken Burns, maybe. I know
0: of him. Yeah. A A documentarian.
1: And uh, he's made a lot. And I have not seen them all. And so I thought, oh, well, this looks like it'd be interesting. And it took me a couple of weeks to get through it. And when did this come out? This came out in 1997. You need to watch it. And I, it's, I, it's...
0: I will say this about Ken Burns. Like... He takes subjects that like okay for example he's done one on baseball. Mm-hmm. I've not watched the entirety of it but I have seen a handful of episodes of it. Um I don't I don't care about baseball. I really don't care about sports generally
1: except for quidditch. And I don't even like quidditch mm. that much. Mm.
0: But I mean yeah, yeah whatever the case. Um his baseball documentary is enthralling. Like, if I heard that Ken Burns decided that Tupperware needed a 25 part series, I'm, I'd just be I'm like in. I'd be like, I don't know that it warrants 25 episodes, but listen, Kenny, um you got my attention. Let's let's see what you can do with Tupperware.
1: So, this is called American Lives, and there are a whopping 13 episodes, and it's just Again, I don't know when he started making documentaries. Again, it's ninety-seven, but he starts out, and the idea is these are just people slash events that here learn more about them, and they're so fascinating. The first one is the story of Susan B. Anthony. I know her. Had no idea who Elizabeth Cady Stanton is,
0: but you do now.
1: I do now. And I'm just appalled at myself that I didn't know who she was.
0: In the same way that if you were telling a story that involves dinosaurs, you need to get Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. and and probably Jeff Goldblum if he's available. Ken Burns, if you if you want to make a documentary about anything, that's the guy you hit up. Like right there, like that's 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 the silver tuna right uh-huh. there. That's your golden goose.
1: So we've got. It's talking about women's suffrage, and each one of these is so fascinating. Thomas Jefferson, also fascinating. Frank Lloyd Wright. I didn't know pretty much anything about him except he was an architect. Just watching him with Dick Cavett. Mark Twain, amazing. and
0: really is a a fact, even beyond his novels, like several very influential novels, um, the the just the person himself mm-hmm. was fascin. Like if you've never read yes. a biography about him, like read it. Or if you haven't seen this episode, watch it.
1: Yeah, and then there were some. Um, oh, and Lewis and Clark. But these the two I wanted to actually talk a little bit about are things I just didn't know anything about. Really, have you ever heard of Doctor Horatio? Not hornblower Nelson Jackson.
0: No, but that – I love the name in and of itself. Like, that's just a a $13 name right there.
1: Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Well, in 1903, this very, very wealthy man, because he married a very, very wealthy woman, he took a $50 bet, upon which he never collected, to drive across the United States in 1903 – on a, on a twenty horsepower Winton touring car, to be the first person to cross the U.S. in a horseless carriage in under ninety days.
0: That I love that sentence. And I, I'm going to be like I, I can even I can hear the newsreel. Is it? Yes. He was going to be the first man to take the horseless carriage uh, in a in a trip across the United States. And what's amazing
1: in 1903, we have photos of him, and he. He spends fifteen dollars, which apparently in nineteen oh three money is like three hundred some dollars, on a can, pit bull. You can buy a
0: car, three yeah. full tanks of gas, like a house, and uh, a new suit.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and he actually was he and his the guy he took he actually was the first to make this. But as I'm finding out about Horatio Nelson Jackson, I'm thinking why isn't there a movie? Because as this guy is halfway across, other car companies are going. Hey, we need to do that because people still in 1903 were like, ah, the horse's carriage, not happening. And there weren't roads upon which to drive back and forth in 1903 because people didn't travel more than like 15 miles, if that, from where they lived. And there weren't streets.
0: I I think people forget that sometimes, like things didn't always exist. Like we got into the van the other day and one of my kids wanted to watch – something on Hulu or something like that. And they told me to cast it to the TV <laughs> in the van. I'm just like, wow, I, I didn't realize how, how privileged you how, were, how privileged my children. <laughs> um, We can't cast it. It, it like, and I, I kind of broke it down and explained how, you know, how casting works yeah. and all of that. And they're just like, so we have to do it on a disc. And I'm just like, Oh wow, you are! Yeah, you 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 have no idea. Like now, hearing that, I'm sitting there going, you know, I think I could have accomplished more in 1903 if people were they. Nobody had done anything like drive across the. Like, I feel like that's something I could have accomplished.
1: Well, what's amazing is uh, he did drive across. He he buys a pit bull who then wears uh, goggles and a jaunty scarf, and sits up front and becomes super famous, just like him.
0: How is this not a Zach Galifianakis comedy?
1: I know. And he did this with absolutely no preparation. Now, there was another team that actually had been preparing for six months.
0: Or Actually, you know who else I would watch talk to a dog as they drove across the U.S.? Robert Downey Jr.
1: Oh, yeah. I was just thinking Matt Damon.
0: I mean, yeah. Now, Matt Damon needs to be lost somewhere, probably in space. Like, movies where he gets stuck somewhere and we have to rescue him, those do wonderful box office.
1: Uh, He, I have to remember, I need to look up, he has a very unusual pet name for his wife, so I need to look it up to tell you, because you need to know. You just need to know. And, And he lived a very long time. Well, it doesn't show me what her name is. It's not Staples, but it's something like that. Staples, Scarfy. I don't know. starts with an F. Anyway, so the fact that he made this journey and how people would come swarming out to see him and just to think about what it was like in 1903, a lot was happening in 1903 and 1904. A lot was going on. Yeah. And it's extraordinary, and so he made it to the end, and he won, never collected on the bet, and so on, and so forth and it was it it's just amazing. He became very, very famous, and he was just happy to do it well and i would i would
0: say that was a lot more about the experience. he just wanted like, to do it i don't I don't think he did that because he was like, "I need that fifty bucks no like, i gotta i gotta pay for this right here um sure, yeah, I'll do that for fifty bucks.
1: And I find it extraordinary. Now, the one that is also very extraordinary to me, because I didn't know this, and I didn't know this mostly because we may have mentioned Adam and I aren't really into sports.
0: No. Barely even pretend sports.
1: Yeah. So
0: Maybe NBA Jam. That's that's about it.
1: Now, I would like to think if I was really into sports, I would also know random trivia and history and stuff like that.
0: Basically, the things that we know about Star Wars or Star Trek just apply it to um sports.
1: Now when I think boxing, I of course think of Muhammad Ali and I think of Sugar Ray Leonard. And I'm sure I could come up with someone else if I thought more, but uh, other than the fact that I can name them, they happen to be African American. And this two episode show that Ken Burns has done, it's called Unforgivable Blackness and it is about this extraordinary man of which there is film footage and his name is Jack Johnson. And he is the very first African-American boxer to win the title of champion. And it's fascinating just to read his life, but enraging and like, I cannot even believe the time. And this is again, it's like 1904. What the newspapers are saying about him and others of his race and just they printed that. They just offered opinion and it's so offensive. They're so offensive.
0: There are a lot of instances like going back. I mean, even as recently as the the 70s or 60s to see stuff like in opinion columns. Yes. That I, that people are putting their name and face to. I'm just like. Holy cow! I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even dream of like whispering something like that in a right. dark room that no one was in. Like, and they're just like, yes, this is the front page of this paper. Here's my opinion. Um, there you go. Yeah, let's put it out there. And I'm just like, wow, uh, the times they are a changing. Or so, wow. Again, and
1: I'm already seeing Will Smith, but this guy. Imagine Will Smith at his most
0: buff. Like when he played Ali?
1: Yes. And then add like 20 more pounds of buff. Because this man looks like a a brick wall. And from what I can see, always smiling. Just, and part of that was, he was just so gifted. And boxing was not, people would train for it, but it was not as honed a training sport as it, and in some cases, it wasn't really a sport. They had to say it was for educational purposes and no one was really betting on it and things like that. But
0: I mean, th- essentially, it sounds like you're talking about like Tyson in the earlier part of. Um, I know I know a handful of sports. Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan is one. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson is another one of yes, them. Yes.
1: I mean, that's what he does look like much broader. Not like, as. I mean, t- he wasn't overweight, but not as lice he was just a big muscular man who was very very fast
0: like tyson was just brutal mm-hmm. in those like early early fights like you just you didn't want to take this guy on and i mean basically it's a, and like i think he knew how good he was i think he knew how powerful this you were. guy did
1: too that's what i'm saying and like, here's what's amazing he was for the most part he was reviled by the whites and he was not in totally embraced by African Americans, because he lived large, and both sides weren't happy with how he chose to live. He, he, oh, just the smile is amazing. He had... Scads of money. There's a story that he he was pulled over for driving too fast many, many times. And in one town, he gave the cop $100, and the cop said, But the ticket's only for 50 And he said, Well, hold the next 50 because I'll be driving back through later tonight. <laughs> you know? Um, he.
0: I mean, as much as I invoke Tyson, that also sounds like something like Muhammad Ali. Yes, would that's say. what
1: his personality
0: reminded me of. Like when Ali would say stuff like, you know, it, it's hard to be humble when mm-hmm. you're this good. Like, just it, any any little tidbit you got from that guy, like, that would just sound preposterous coming from anybody else. But, like, when you go back, and again, like, early Ali stuff, wow.
1: And apparently his boxing style is similar to Ali's, from just from listening to what they were saying, as if I would know. But when you watch the films, even though they're old films, and here's the thing I didn't know. You, the boxer, didn't make... You made some money when you fought, but you made the big money because they filmed the fights and then people had to pay to see them on film. And that's where you made a lot of
0: money. I guess that, I mean, that makes sense. And as much as like, like broadcast rights now are essentially what, but whenever you don't have, you know, like cable wire or like satellite or whatever, that's going to be the next best thing, especially if it's, you said 1903. Mm -hmm. And Agent
1: Fury plays his voice. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's spectacular. And the film footage, honestly, it's just, it's like the other guys are moving through mud. And no wonder he's laughing at him. Apparently, part of what Jack Johnson, the boxer, would do was he would just start talking to people in the crowd. And the more they said horrible things to him and they said horrible things to him, he just smiled and just, you know, married two white women. Not at the same time. One died. But that was another reason why a lot of people— were not on board with him because no one was going to tell him what he could and couldn't do, which I fully support. But at that time, in history, you got to look, his parents were freed slaves, so it's 1904. It, there's a lot of people that are still alive who were part of the Civil War, and so things were not easy for him.
0: At At the point that I am not accepted by either side, I completely understand the mentality of... I'm gonna do what I want to do then. Exactly. You don't listen. Like you don't like me because I'm doing this. You don't like me because I'm doing this. Well, guess what? You're really not gonna like it mm-hmm. when I do that. Like that's I will, exactly what he I did. will guarantee you. Some of the stuff he did was just because, like,
1: eh, yeah, I don't care.
0: All right. Well, guess what? You don't like that. You're you're gonna <laughs> like it. You're gonna dislike <laughs> it twice as much when I do this next thing.
1: Exactly. So I simply didn't know that he existed, and. I found him to be fascinating. And the fact that he and uh, the other Jackson Horatio were around at the same time and were I no doubt aware of each other almost seems like a quantum leap moment for me. It's just...
0: It's kind of, it's fun.
1: It's, it is fun and it's fascinating. It's horrific to realize that these things were said and just <laughs> out there, but, um, We have come a long way and I jeez, just unbelievable the stuff that is said. They're just reading.
0: Oh my goodness. When you hear about like something, you know, awful from two thousand years ago, like you you're really disconnected. What? Through Christians to
1: Lions? That's awful. Like
0: I'm just like, well, that's I mean, that's two thousand years ago. Like we're not even close to that. When you hear about like nineteen oh anything or nineteen, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there going, "I I was born in nineteen something." Like, yes. what do you mean we, we were saying that we
1: did that? That's Ugh. that's not
0: cool. Like, not where, at all. Where was this in like uh, like Antarctica or like s- s- some deep forest in Australia? No. Oh no, the U.S. That that oh. makes me sad. That hurts my yeah
1: legs. yeah. But this guy just extraordinary, and every photo of him, he's just Beaming, And I I just thought he was amazing. So both of those Jacksons, really worth your time. And this Ken Burns documentary about American lives is superb and taught me stuff. So much so I want to rewatch it because it's like, oh, my children need to know this.
0: My children need to know this. I mean, truth. Like, if you really, if you see a Ken Burns documentary on anything, like, I think he did another one about... I don't remember if it's just about hockey or if it's about Gretzky in particular. Sure, like, I'll watch it. It's just it's he knows how to really wring the the interest and the drama and just the narrative out of whatever story he wants to tell. And you don't have like cuz like I said, I don't I don't care about hockey. I don't care about baseball. I've I've seen episodes of both of those that I'm just sitting there going, "Wow. Oh, why well, am I not interested in this?"
1: The Great White Hope that's it's because of him that that phrase was used because, you see, he beat a white man. And so they they other people kept looking for a great white hope
0: that could defeat to, the champion to defeat him.
1: And Which it's like prob-
0: I, probably not the most PC title. No, I never yeah.
1: I, you know, I'd heard the phrase. I mean, no one really uses it in conversation. I never really gave it another thought. But it's, but it, it's all, this.
0: All of those phrases have their mo, their genesis. Movement.
1: And Jack London, call of the wild Rider,
0: He's a That's, racist. Yeah, there's there's it, it, you know it's like uh, when when Tom Cruise fired his then agent and then hired like his his cousin or his aunt or like his stepsister or something and started doing publicity for uh, War of the Worlds and he's just saying all this stuff and you got to be like. Oh dear, did he just start thinking this, or like, has he been thinking this since back when, when he was doing risky business? Like, has his agent really just kept him muzzled and just been like, "Don't say that out loud, Tom. That's a stupid idea." Please don't mm-hmm. say that. But, but apparently, Jack London did not have um, an agent just being like, oh, "Jack, please, please Jack don't just shut up." Jack, you don't, oh my goodness, you you said that enough. and you think that. What's wrong with you?
1: Just shut up. Why don't you? So, anyway, I cannot recommend this enough, and, uh, and, of course, all the other Ken Burns one, but this one is specifically called American Lives, and it is extraordinary. I want movies on both of those Jackson guys, and I want them to be really great, oh. because I want more people to know about them, because I think what they did is amazing.
0: Well, as much as they like to recycle ideas and stories and put things like, based on a true story... Um, I think it's not 100% that it's going to happen, but at some point, someone, like maybe it's a Hallmark movie, maybe it's a Netflix movie, maybe it's not theatrically released. Both of those are stories that I would Mm -hmm. love to see.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would too. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll be back again next week. No, really, you cannot stop us. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm...
0: Adam Craven. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.